When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Nicole Maliotakis is one of my favorite politicians in New York between Staten Island and Brooklyn. The congresswoman does a terrific job. Nicole, welcome back to Sid and Friends in the Morning. How are you? Good morning. It's great to be with you. It's great to have you back. I know last week uh, I thought we had a win with this whole uh, Floyd Bennett field thing. We're going to lose this. They're going to put 2,000 people there, and that's the bottom line. But uh, you had won um, some committee voted in favor of not putting people at at prominent uh, federal places like Floyd Bennett Field, but it doesn't look like that victory for you last week, Nicole, is going to stop this. Yeah, well, it went through the first hurdle, which is the committee process, uh, and I think we will take it up now on the floor. Um, the question really is what will the Senate do, right? And uh, God forbid Chuck Schumer actually do something that's good for his constituents. Uh, but if you're listening and you want this done, uh, everyone should be calling Schumer and Gillibrand's office and tell them to pass my bill that would prohibit federal lands from being used. We're also trying to attach it to the appropriations process. So, for example, I passed a similar measure that relates to military bases because Governor Hochul requested, believe it or not, uh, military bases, which is like so ridiculous uh, for a New York governor in a post 9-11 world to say we're going to house citizens of other countries on our military bases. But that's what she's done. And so we're trying to attach that to, through the appropriations process. And we'll do the same here with the parks to see if we can get it in in that that bigger funding package. Um, so we're trying both angles here. And we also have the lawsuit. Remember, Joanne Ariola, Jamie Williams, bipartisan. I've joined them in that lawsuit. Uh, and so we're, we're using every legal and legislative angle at our disposal. But you're right. They, they, the, the state seems to not care about the excessive flooding that's been taking place, 10 inches of water in the recent rainstorms, the fire safety. There's an article uh, in the Post yesterday about that. Uh, so they don't, they don't care about the well-being of the migrants either. So we're going to continue to do what we can. Uh, it would be helpful if we had some cooperation from the mayor, governor, or Senator Schumer, uh, you know, if he would just pass our Border Security Act, which has been sitting in the Senate since May, uh, we, we, we would end this whole crisis. But we have no cooperation from these Democrats that are in power, and that's the unfortunate part of this whole thing. You know, I'm watching something on Fox News now, FBI investigating anti-Jewish threat at Cornell. And Curtis, uh, who's done a tremendous job keeping these migrants out, he just has. Uh, that's now eight centers they vacated due to the work of him and the, the rebels on Staten Island. He joined me yesterday at a pro-Israel rally at uh, Cooper Union. Well, you know, Nicole, last week a bunch of pro-Palestinians actually tried to attack Jewish kids who had to barricade themselves behind the doors. I wish I was there then, by the way. Um, and it's just getting worse and worse. Somebody uh, sent me a message last week. They said, while the folks in Congress are working their asses off to get George sent, oh, it's Johnny Tobacco to get George Santos out, why don't they take those same efforts and find a way to get rid of people like Elon Omar, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, folks that are outwardly anti-Semites, outwardly 
that are praising Hamas and these attacks. Yeah, as bad as George Santos is, he's a liar, he should go. He's not nearly as dangerous as, th- as those folks in Congress. And i got to tell you, I think Johnny's right. Yeah, look, it would come to a point in Congress where everybody is trying to expel and censure everybody else. Uh, and, you know, we have three resolutions we think that are going to be brought to the floor this week, uh, one going after, you know, Santos, one going after Tlaib, one going after Marjorie Taylor Greene. And it's just it's getting to a point where, you know, we, we can't do it for people who have who just say something right even if it's offensive they have that freedom of speech ability to say it what we did do was remove Ilan omar from let's say the foreign affairs committee because she was in a she was uh, spewing this rhetoric that affected that particular position you cannot be the face of the foreign affairs committee where you have your number one responsibility is to be a representative for our country to these foreign nations uh, that have tremendous impact on our national security and all of that. You get classified briefings. Um, that was a major problem. We did the same thing with Adam Schiff, right, because he was in a position where he had intelligence that nobody else in the, in the uh, Congress had, and he lied about that intelligence to, to then go after President Trump. So it was very specific. So we'll see what happens this week. We're going to have a lot of these debates. Uh, the one person, by the way, who actually is guilty of a crime and admitted such is, is Jamal Bowman. He was the one who admitted he pled guilty to pulling the fire alarm, which could have been was disruptive to the congressional p- proceedings. Um, and quite frankly, uh, because that was a crime that he is guilty of, he he, in my opinion, needs to we need to take action against him. You got to so go. Let's see yeah. how things actually go go yeah. this week. But honestly, we have so much work to do. We got to get these appropriation bills back on track and send them over to the Senate. So we could use our leverage to secure yeah. the border and do other things that we've been talking about. The Bowman is part of that group, too. He's another BDS movement guy. Hates Jews, hates whites. I mean, he's just a lowlife. Uh, but I do want to get to Mike Johnson, your new speaker. I saw him with Maria Bartiromo yesterday. I thought he was great. And he said something that I also agree with, which is the money. I know if Joe Biden had his way, he would take millions and billions of dollars for Israel and Ukraine. Now, I'm sorry, Peter King and I have these back and forths. We've given Ukraine enough. I'm tired of it. All that money right now needs to go to Israel. Right now, that is the pressing issue. Ukraine is no worse, no better, but no worse today than they were eight months ago. So all this money they want to allocate towards Israel and Ukraine needs to go predominantly, if not exclusively, to Israel. Do you agree? And what will Congress do about that? Yeah, I've been making the case that the aid for Israel needs to be taken up now and nothing should be attached to it because it will only delay it. Obviously, there's a lot of questions we have about uh, further funding for Ukraine, about where's the money going, what is the goal, what is the strategy here. The White House needs to come in and brief us in a classified setting to answer our questions. Um, And then with relations to the border, the president's trying to actually tack on money, not for border security, even though he calls it that. He's trying to tack on money to you know, process more paperwork, to allow for more individuals to come into this country uh, without proper vetting and all of that. So uh, we will not give this president more money for paperwork. We want our border security policies attached to actually stem the unsustainable and unsafe flow that we've seen uh, of illegal immigrants. And 1.7 million gotaways, by the way. So you had about five or six, about six million people came in and applied for asylum. But then there's one point, which, by the way, most of them don't qualify for asylum. Let's make that clear. 
then there's 1.7 million people that is estimate, uh, estimated to have entered into our country undetected. They, they managed to get in without law, any interaction with law enforcement or government. That's what the CBP estimates is the number. We don't know who they are, where they are, what their intentions are. Um, and especially now, we should be concerned about who has snuck in. We know for sure the cartel and the, you know, those people peddling fentanyl and the traffickers, human trafficking, they've, they've managed to make their way in. Uh, but we've also caught hundreds of terrorists at the border. So who knows who's among this 1.7 million? Uh, we want border security. We want to go back to the policies of the Trump administration. And we will not give this type of funding without seeing border policies changing to reinstate remain in Mexico, to make sure that we're ending catch and release, that we're putting back Tile 42, and the other protections in place. We are a welcoming nation and city. Uh, my district is predominantly made up of immigrants. They followed the rules. They followed the process. Uh, I've helped people who have done that, by the way, actually become citizens, pass that hurdle if they've been stuck in bureaucracy for years. But no, we will not continue to accept individuals entering our southern border, not following our process, uh, and that is what the Republicans are, are foot pushing for, and we're hopeful to use this uh, leverage in the appropriations process to get something done. Final 60 seconds after this madman gunman, this crazy person, did what he did in Maine. And again, it wasn't the gun that killed all those people. It was a crazy guy who police were told on, they were told to check on him about two weeks ago. They never did it. This guy's had a history of telling people he's hearing voices. He was completely nuts. He was insane. And it was just a matter of time he was going to do it, and he did it. So um, are you guys going to waste time in Congress talking about gun regulation again? Well, you know, this is an interesting situation because this guy, uh, you know, he, he was in a mental institution. And so how did he still have access to those guns? I think this is the perfect example. We obviously are waiting for more facts. This is the perfect example of why current laws are not being enforced. Uh, we have those laws that if someone is committed to a mental institution, that they have those uh, guns taken away. And it's interesting because he was not only in the Army Reserve, but he was a firearms instructor. Uh, so that that is something I think we're still waiting for that information to come out. But clearly, somebody if he fell through the cracks because somebody was not enforcing the law. And that is exactly what happens here in New York City every day where people carrying uh, guns who shouldn't be, uh, people who are carrying illegal firearms are not being prosecuted. They're being released right back onto the street. 